welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. In yesterday's video, I shared five things you can do to increase sales to your e-commerce business, and that inspired me to record another video called Do Not Do These Things if you're an e-commerce business owner. Now, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's like human psychology or what, but I feel like I typically get better views when I do the uh, the don't do this type video as opposed to the do this type video. So, hey, as e-commerce business owners, maybe we can leverage that knowledge because it is pretty darn consistent. Um, we see it on the news too. Every time you turn on the news, it's like, oh my gosh, it's a big deal, whether it's a big deal or not, right? We're always used to seeing the red text at the bottom of the screen trying to make you think that the world's ending. But hey, guys, in today's video, it is all about not doing these things that I'm gonna share with you. So why don't we get started? Real quick reminder, I run a free weekly print-on-demand giveaway. You can enter using the link at the top of the description. Also, down there in the description, you can find a link to my eight-day print-on-demand mini course delivered to you via email, completely free. And I've got a great print-on-demand Facebook group if you guys would like to join. All right, so the theme of this video, piggybacking off yesterday, again, is instead of do these things, it is don't do it, okay? So this is the, somebody found the Nike font and they've said, don't do it, all right? So everything I'm gonna share with you uh, basically learn from someone else's mistake that did do it and do the opposite. All right, the first one that I wanted to share, because this is of the utmost importance probably, is please, if you're selling things online, for instance, if you're trying to sell garlic presses online, which is where I got this image from Amazon, please do not use bad images. Now, bad is subjective, but I don't want to just tell you what not to do. I also want to show you an example of how you can improve upon something very easily. And this is something that many of us watching are probably guilty of doing at one point or another. And that is minor improvement you can make in about 10 seconds. Take your existing images, blow them up. All right, now look at look behind me. On the left side, you see um, a, a kind of a small version of a garlic press. On the right side, all I did was I hit control T and I expanded it and I made it bigger and the software will blow it up for you. you there is a little bit of degradation in quality but it's okay it's still better to sacrifice you know a fraction of one percent of the quality to get the bigger image because the real battle is when we're in search results and it's us and all of our competition we want to get clicked and I don't know what like psychological trigger it is in people but when we're shopping online the bigger the image the better for sure okay and actually when you take a look at the this is one of the top garlic press sellers on Amazon. Not only do they make the press really big, but they also include some freebies and they picture them in the main image to fill some of that white space. So it's almost like a, you know, notice it doesn't say free, but it's almost like a subliminal message to the potential customer. Hey, you buy from us, you're getting some freebies and customers love that four letter word F R E E. Tip number two. This one was inspired by a call I had recently with a tier 10 Amazon merch seller. They were freaked out about getting some rejections. And I just want to tell you guys, don't lose sleep at night over rejections. Rejections are not all created equal. Some are much worse than others. Okay. If you got a rejection because you maybe broke the content policy. And I, I to me, there's really two content policies. There's the content policy that's like, hey, you know, here's what's allowed. Here's not what's allowed. Talking about themes and niches like for instance, you know, if there's a war, like don't you know, make money off of other people's suffering and, you know, potential deaths, right? That's one of their rules. That's always been one of the rules. Um, the other content policy is a little bit friendlier. It's like, 
hey, you know, don't mention the quality of the product or that, you know, certain ways that it's going to be printed. You know, you can't say the word neon, for instance, right? If you include the word neon, you're going to get a rejection, but that's not that bad, all right? Everybody makes those mistakes. Of course, if you make too many of them, you may find yourself uh, with your account closed, but don't lose sleep over it. Try to learn from your mistakes. Um, also, you can't say things like, oh, yeah, high-quality shirt. You know, that's going to get you rejected. It used to be okay years ago, and then one day they said, you know, you know what, no more. Uh, but also, you know, if you're getting rejections for intellectual property infringement, then you are okay to lose sleep over it. Don't, <laughs> you, don't you do not want to infringe. All right, you guys already knew that, but that is the type of rejection that will get you in some trouble. But anybody that's kind of new to Amazon Merch, um, this one's for you. Don't do this, guys. Don't risk too much. And this is very generic advice. When I wrote this slide, I was thinking more along the lines of, for instance, right now, there are a lot of Ukraine-Russia conflict t-shirts and products being sold. And, you know, you kind of have to take calculated risks. Like, I know there are people whose Amazon merch accounts probably are collecting dust and they're wanting to give up. And if that's you and you want to go and sell some Ukraine-themed shirts, like, you can go for it, right? We already know it kind of is very closely towing the content policy. Uh, Amazon merch, they tend not to get very, like, concrete in their, you know, or, or explicit, you know, very explicit in, in what's allowed, what's not allowed. You kind of just have to look at what's out there and, and get a feel for what's okay. But like, for instance, for my account, tier 200,000, like I'm not touching it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm staying away big time. But if, if you are in a lower tier or you're in a high tier, but you're not making sales or whatever, however you make sense of it in your head that you're willing to risk, you know, selling in this niche that's related to war, which why is war even relevant? It's because, you know, all the negatives, right, that come with it. Um, you know, you have to make up your mind if it's worth it to, to take these sort of calculated risks. Like, I'm not the arbiter of truth. Like, I just offer my opinions on the matter. You know, I did a video earlier this week where I said, I will not be selling in this niche, but I'm also not going to judge people that do. It's, it is risky, right? Like, if you want to sell a St. Patrick's Day shirt, you're okay. <laughs> you don't have to guess. If you want to sell a war-related shirt, well, you know, tomorrow you may not be okay. They can flip on a dime. We've seen them do it. Don't do this. Do not create one-and-done designs. What I mean by this is, let's say you spend an hour creating the perfect uh, Easter t-shirt. Well, all the work you did to make one design, why not tweak it just a little bit. Maybe you just change the font and you keep everything else the same. Make two versions of it. Or maybe change your text around. Like you got a great Easter bunny rabbit uh, graphic or a great Easter egg graphic or something like that. Go do some niche research and see if there's other very similar um, sub-niches that you can enter by just switching your text up. Right? So all of a sudden you take one really good design that you worked super hard on and you can make two, three, four, five, ten different designs and you might be like but ryan i'm in tier 10 i can't upload them but one day in the future you're going to be tier 25 tier 100 500 a thousand you're going to have extra slots and you're going to be happy that you took the time to create these extra designs and it's going to cost you almost nothing relative to the time it took you to create that initial uh template if you will next don't be afraid to treat your business like a business and i am certainly Guilty of this probably today still to an extent, but was really guilty of this in the past. I think it was just my mom, honestly, like was just not the type of person that 
like to spend money. And so, of course, a little bit of that rubbed onto me. And I later in life, fortunately, came around to the fact that sometimes it takes money to make money. So when I say treat your business like a business, what I'm really saying is don't be afraid to invest in yourself. Don't be afraid to invest in your business. If you need to pay $9.99 a month for a tool that's going to make a significant positive impact on your business, or if you just need to spend $10 the first month as a trial to see if it helps and if it doesn't, cancel the tool, Like, don't be afraid to. You also can deduct that against your profit when you file your annual taxes. Generally speaking, of course, I'm not an accountant, so but generally speaking, that's how it works. So Guys, uh, that's a tip that like I, it was hard for me, hard learned for me personally, and I'm not afraid to uh, to admit that. Guys, don't do this one. Don't ever stop learning. Uh, this applies to pretty much like every facet of life. And I'm only 32 years old, so I shouldn't be preaching to people like older than me. But like you get what I'm saying here. I know a lot of you guys are older. Some of you guys are younger. Don't stop learning, man. That's what life is all about. But also like we live in a weird time where. Uh, man, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but like right now there's a uh, kind of like a war of information where they're trying to confuse people uh, and make them not understand the difference between like narrative and facts, right? Narrative and data. So I always challenge you guys to be on the right side of that one. And if you don't know what the right side is, just think about it for a little bit. All right. Most of you guys, I think do. All right. Next one. Don't stop testing, split testing, for instance, Running um, multiple creatives if you're running ads, right? You can you don't have to have the same standard ad a lot of times. It also depends on like how you're advertising, where you're advertising. Uh, it extends beyond just advertising. It can extend to if you have a product listing on Amazon, switch up the primary image. See if one is performing better than others. You do get a little bit more data when you sell through Seller Central uh, versus like Merch by Amazon where you don't have control over most of these things. Um, split test like products, split test t-shirt colors that you're selling your designs on split test uh pricing split test you know what i mean there's so many different things you can test uh, but that's a good one pricing like if you're an amazon merch seller and you made it this far like split test selling at 1999 versus 2199 versus 1799 uh like i've seen shirts sell at 2199 and not really felt like there was any change in the velocity of the sales uh between that and 1999, you know, like I talked to my girlfriend, Marielle, she sells on Merch by Amazon. She sells on Etsy. She loves charging those higher price points and getting those bigger royalties. All right. So, you know, you could, only you are going to figure out what works best for you. But the only real way to know and come from an informed perspective is to collect information. And you do that by testing. So I'm going to challenge you to run some tests. And guys, don't forget to have fun with your business. Um, this is just one of those things that like I added this slide on because do you guys have friends where you're, you know, you see them every now and then you're like, Oh, what's up? How you been? How you been? And like, it's always the same thing, right? Like, Oh yeah, you know, everything's good, but like never have anything to say about like how their life's really going. And it's like, I've never been that guy. Like if you want to ask me how my life's going now, sometimes I know people don't actually care. So I'll just be like, same thing, you know? Oh yeah. You know, everything's good. Same old, same old. But like, if someone actually cares, like, yeah, like I'm, you know, excited to talk about like what I've been working on. Like, it almost always relates to business in some way because this is what I spend the majority of my day doing. Like a lot of people spend the majority of their day at a nine to five job that they don't actually care about. But here's the thing. If you're at that job to make money and you're making money to live and you can make more money and spend less time to make that money by having your own business, why wouldn't you at least try? Most people never try, guys. Um, you guys are already watching my, my video and probably subscribe to my channel, so thank you. I know that you're in that group that does try and like all I'm really trying to share with you is a formula that worked for me. There's so many other ways to make money online. 
don't forget to have some fun while you do it though. Like you don't have to, like if, if, if print on demand isn't your thing, Hey, no problem. It's all good. Just do something else. Don't, don't give up though. Or, you know, but also there's a time where like it makes sense to give up and there's no shame in doing that. As long as you know, you're not like completely throwing in the towel and like going back to your, you know, nine to five job where the only guarantee is that you're going to get crushed by inflation because you just had a predetermined wage to essentially trade your time for money. And you know, you're never going to get ahead in life doing that. Like you don't need to hear it from me. It's a guarantee. So, um, don't forget to have fun guys. You know, that's an, that's an important one for me. All right, guys, thank you for watching this video. As I wrap it up, did just want to remind you, I wrote a full print on demand course that I'm constantly adding to walking you through how I make six figure print on demand sales every single year, start to finish how to start scale and automate your business. You will learn all that inside. You can find out more. There's a link in the description. Thank you for watching though, guys, please like, please subscribe, and I'll see you tomorrow with a new Etsy shop review. And it's actually going to be a really good one. If anybody's interested in digital downloads and selling on Etsy. So guys, I'll see you tomorrow.